Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corman Kentreve here with a breakdown of the action in today's session, where we saw gains, and it looks like can a pretty strong finish at least for the Nasdaq. Well, I'll tell you what, Ali. When you're in a, a confirmed uptrend, you wanna you wanna see these uh, you know late late session uh, buying, and we definitely uh, got that today. It was uh, sort of mixed and back and forth, uh, sort of unchanged, but uh, got a close for the Nasdaq up near its uh, session high, and we'll talk about why in in just a moment. But uh, found three stocks to talk about uh, today: uh, Adobe. The Adobe Max uh, conference got underway yesterday in uh, L.A. That's a three-day uh, event, uh, so I want to talk about Adobe. ADBE, which made a nice move today. Also in the enterprise software group, uh, intelligence uh, defense software firm Parsons, PSN. And uh, finally, Lennox International in the same uh, industry group as uh, Modine Manufacturing. Uh, let's see, LII is the symbol for Lennox. Great. Well, we'll get to those three stocks, but first, let's analyze the major indexes. The Nasdaq today up seven tenths of a percent, the strongest of the day, followed by the S&P 500 up four tenths of a percent, the Dow up two tenths of a percent, and lower on the day was the Russell 2000 down two tenths of a percent. So it seems like not only is the Nasdaq leading but it seems like it's the mega caps, you know, the Nasdaq 100, the couple of leaders that we've been seeing, maybe a little bit of a broadening as of late. But what are you seeing on the index level here, Ken, and underneath the surface? Well, definitely underneath uh, the surface alley, seeing growth stocks acting a lot better. There's no doubt about that. So uh, we got the follow through day last week uh, on Friday. And uh, yeah, growth stocks have definitely, uh, you know, come back uh, to life. We had a big drop in that 10 year treasury yield uh, yesterday, down about 14 basis points. Just checked, it's down another nine basis points uh, today to around 4.56%. Uh, and you can see that uh, that just the, just the price chart of this 10 year treasury yield kind of clinging right to that 21 day moving average. So it is a key support level uh, to watch. Are we going to see that 10 year yield uh, start to rally higher after finding support? Or uh, will we see a break below that four and a half percent level? So uh, it's anybody's guess. But uh, UUP, also that weak dollar uh, we've been talking about, a, a US dollar that was very, very overbought has started to come in. That's helped uh, growth stocks uh, prospects. This also making a key uh, test here of the uh, of the 21 day uh, moving average. So, um, you know, stocks, uh, we had the Fed minutes uh, came out uh, today and uh, still showed the committee members, the majority of committee members are still thinking they may need to raise rates uh, one more time uh, by the end of the year. But uh, I'll tell you, the CME uh, FedWatch uh, tool, which is just kind of gauges uh, Fed funds, futures traders, where they see rates headed, they don't agree with the Fed. They think the Fed is is, uh, is done. And, uh, you know, the market seems to be thinking the Fed might be uh, might be done as well, even though we got some pretty hot uh, wholesale inflation data uh, earlier today. A lot of headlines today. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, then we had the wholesale inflation uh, before the open that was really way hotter than expected. So, you know, the thinking maybe several weeks ago was that, well, the bond yields are going to spike and the market's not going to like that. But I think the market is just getting uh, comfortable with the fact that uh, the Fed may have engineered a, a soft landing here for the economy. That's still in question, but just looking at the way the market is acting here, uh, there's some uh, growing confidence, it seems. 
Yeah, that makes sense. And then in terms of levels to watch here for the NASDAQ, a little bit of resistance yesterday at the 50-day line conquered that today. So that's good to see. Let's also take a look at the S&P 500 above its 21-day line. And the 50-day is less than 1% away at this point. The Dow has been struggling a little bit more, but it's now getting up right around its 200-day line. Is it going to get above it? Is it going to hit resistance there? We'll have to see. And small caps after a nice day of our performance yesterday gave back some today. And this, of course, is the most damaged area. Uh, but if we take uh, a look also at QQQ, this tracks the NASDAQ 100, up seven-tenths of a percent today, so matching uh, NASDAQ composite numbers. QQEW, the equal weighted though, up just two tenths of a percent here, Ken. Uh, so a little bit more weakness there. So it again seems like even if we are seeing improvement, improvement in how growth stocks are acting, it seems like the best performers are the big names that we've been talking about this year. Yeah, for the most part, I don't think I would uh, put uh, Apple in that group or, or ServiceNow, but definitely, you know, the Metas, uh, the Meta platforms and the uh, NVIDIAs, uh, you know, two names that we have on uh, on leaderboard. I mean, both of these stocks are, are acting uh, very well and, and showing, uh, you know, definitely signs of, of technical uh, strength here. So again, it was a, a really good close uh, for the bulls, uh, no doubt about it. And uh, we do have a, you know, what, what I thought would be a very key reading on uh, consumer inflation tomorrow. Uh, but, you know, judging by the way the market reacted to the producer price index uh, today, uh, maybe it'll be a non-event uh, uh, tomorrow. But uh, we'll, we'll just have to see what uh, the latest reading on consumer prices uh, shows uh, tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, let's also take a look at XLE here today, Ken. This does have heavy weightings in Chevron and Exxon, so maybe uh, weighing on things here a little bit today. But what do you make of what we're seeing in the energy sector? Well, you know, Exxon took a hit. You mentioned this being uh, one of the top weighted stocks uh, in XLE and Exxon was under some pressure today. They announced a big, you know, acquisition, $60 billion. Uh, they're buying a Pioneer uh, Natural Resources, uh, basically doubling Exxon's uh, uh, shale exposure in the Permian uh, uh, Basin. So, um, yeah, oil is uh, oil has gotten volatile. We've got this, uh, you know, terrible situation in uh, uh, Israel and uh, you know, the fighting with uh, Hamas and you can see the, the U.S. Uh, oil fund here, which basically tracks, um, you know, the price of, of oil um, still kind of battling near its its 10 week moving average here. So, uh, you know, we talked about some decent uh, oil stocks this morning on uh, on uh, IBD Live, but uh, just interesting to, to, to see XLE. It was the worst performing uh, S&P 500 sector today. But again, like you mentioned, ExxonMobil uh, you know, probably had something to do with that. Mm -hmm. Now let's go to Adobe. And you mentioned the conference underway. They're unveiling new AI tools that they have, Ken, and this stock up over 3% today in some volume. So a nice move here today for this software giant that is also an AI play. 
Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, they uh, they have this uh, Firefly uh, kind of a new family of generative uh, AI models that they are quickly implementing into um, Creative Cloud uh, inside Creative Cloud. Well, you know, your Photoshop and, and Illustrator. So, yeah, it's a three day conference that started yesterday, and uh, obviously, uh, you know, market is uh, optimistic about uh, Adobe's. Uh, you know, uh, it's not a new foray into AI. They've been they've been working on AI according to the company the past uh, ten years. So. Uh, probably an early mover here. And I uh, like the look of the weekly chart here. You know, we're in a confirmed uptrend. Um, you know, the market tide is is flowing positive and you got, uh, you know, a name like uh, Adobe here with a relative strength line in new high ground kind of forming, uh, you know, coming up and uh, seems intent on testing that uh, that left side high. This uh, this is a flat base. Normally you, you, you kind of see tight sideways trading when a flat base forms. This almost looks like a, a very shallow cup base, but I think the correction was only 13% from uh, peak to to trough. So uh, good technical setup here. And uh, it was kind of interesting, Ali. NASDAQ breadth was negative today. We had a nice close near highs, but uh, decliners, you know, outnumbered uh, advancers again. So that's not not a great sign. Uh, but okay. like I said, seeing a lot of a lot of good movers today and Adobe was certainly one of them. It certainly was. And we do like seeing that RS line blue dot and a couple of quarters here of accelerating bottom line growth. We'll have to see if Adobe can keep that up when it reports next. We do have some time until its next quarterly report, though, it looks like. So for traders who want to initiate here, it seems like uh, what they need to be worried about this earnings season is comments from other software companies out there who maybe compete with Adobe or just in the AI theme, honestly, because that, uh, you know, NVIDIA earnings in May, that had a, a big impact on this run-up that the stock saw at that time. So as earnings season uh, for a lot of companies uh, rolls around again, that's just something to keep an eye out for. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, next week, we've got Tesla, uh, we've got Netflix, we've got Intuitive Surgical, still a relatively light week. We've got a bunch of financials uh, reporting uh, uh, next week, but uh, you know, following week and the week after that is going to be very, very busy. So mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see what a lot of these large cap, uh, you know, techs have to have to say. The, a lot of them are, are trading very well here, maybe uh, because of, uh, you know, earnings optimism for the uh, third quarter here. Yeah. We'll keep tabs on that. Let's now take a look at PSN. So speaking of software and this stock is at the intersection of software and defense and intelligence. So that's definitely in focus right now. The stock had a really strong day. PSN did on Monday and followed up today with a gain of 2.3% in some volume to break out of a base. Yeah, arguably got an early uh, early entry Monday when you had that uh, that good, good, solid move, a breakout over a, a trend line. But uh, yeah, I like the way this is uh, trading. I mean, it took a, it took a lot of time, you know, to come down to its 50-day uh, moving average, and then it found support, and it basically in a week's uh, time is back up near the the top of this uh, base. So 57.49 uh, looks like an actionable uh, entry here. Uh, Parsons, uh, you know, has got a lot of positive qualities. You can see the acceleration in uh, revenue uh, over the past uh, couple of quarters here. Uh, growth has ramped up, and you know, again, defense uh, intelligence. Uh, applications here. Um, you know, we talked about uh, Booz, uh, Allen Hamilton, a consulting firm, also defense uh, intelligence. That thing is up for, you know, several, uh, 
several days in a row and, and acting well uh, here. So again, defense, uh, intelligence uh, market. So uh, Parsons, I think, is uh, PSN, a name a name to watch here. This is a good example of uh, just a, a nice uh, flat base forming near the 10-week uh, moving average. And, uh, you know, with the market acting well, um, setups like this, uh, you know, tend, tend to work uh, pretty well. Yeah. Let's round things out with a look at LII. This is Linux in the building AC and heating products group, which sounds like a snoozer, but Ken, uh, this chart is definitely not a snoozer. And this group now is ranked five out of the 197 groups that IBD tracks. This one took a little while to turn around, but when it broke out at the end of April, it was off and running and now maybe providing investors uh, another opportunity here. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. Especially you look at in recent weeks, uh, all those tight closes near the 10-week uh, moving average as the base was forming. Now, uh, I, I, let's see, Friday at the end of this week, I think this will qualify as, as a flat base. It was a very shallow uh, uh, shallow pullback here. So I would look at that left side high as a legitimate uh, entry point here. You're right. It's not a sexy industry group uh, at, at all, but uh, there are a lot of stocks with high composite ratings here. Honestly, looking at the fundamentals of, of Lennox and, and you see that kind of the deceleration in, uh, in sales in, in recent quarters, you got pretty decent uh, estimates. So maybe there's going to be a little bit of a turnaround here. So I'd want to do a little more, a little more work on why the sales growth has been slowing so much. Uh, earnings growth has uh, picked up the pace over the past uh, two quarters. And again, uh, Modine uh, is another real strong performer in this uh, group. Probably fundamentals a little easier to wrap your head around uh, here. Um, but, you know, two strong stocks in a top-rated uh, industry group uh, breaking out. So LII and, uh, you know, also, uh, you know, looks uh, looks pretty good right at the top of uh, a base that will be completed by the end of this week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we'll keep an eye on that 393 level. And we do have a, a downtrend line there. Uh, with a reversal happening on 10.6. That was the follow through day. And now we've got earnings coming up in about two weeks here, Ken. So how does that, uh, how is that taken into consideration for potential stock buys the closer we get to some of these earnings reports? Two weeks, it does seem like for some stocks, it could be enough time uh, to build a cushion. But we do know that the closer we get, the harder it is to build that profit cushion. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, we uh, we've said before on the show, you know, we we typically like to have a, a profit cushion of at least five percent uh, headed into uh, an earnings report. So if you're you know been nibbling at some at some stocks uh, either yesterday or today, and recognizing that we're in a, a confirmed uptrend here, you definitely want to you know know when uh, when companies are reporting earnings. Like I said, earnings season is going to really start to pick up the pace next week, but the following week and the week after that, it'll be real, real busy. So uh, just decide for yourself uh, how much uh, how much time do you have to build a cushion? I mean, we are in a, a good market environment here with the with the tide flowing positive. So uh, if we can hold things together here, you know, two weeks uh, should be enough of a time for a stock to, to make some progress uh, after a breakout. But, you know, going into uh, going into an earnings report and you want a growth stock um, um, and you're only up one or two percent. I mean, there have been some cases where I, I ha I've had conviction in the stock. Mm -hmm. I've 
only been up one or two percent, but I've still trimmed the position and just held on to a little two and a half, maybe three, four percent uh, position and just willing to take a, a shot. But it really just depends on, on the individual stock and how much uh, conviction you have. So um, we're right at the start of earnings season here. So it'll be a little a little tricky, but I think we need to hang our hat on this uh, confirmed uptrend. And, you know, so far since the follow through day on Friday, the, the price action has been uh, pretty good. And underneath the surface, uh, like I said, growth stocks definitely acting better. Well said there, Ken. Well, thanks everyone so much for tuning in. That's it for today. We will be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live. And we hope you all join us, investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details on that. We will see you there. And we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close.